Blog Talk Radio. everyone and welcome to Violet Reiki Radio. I would like to thank the founders of the Seika Network for giving me this wonderful opportunity to bring this show to the public every Thursday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time where we talk about and we'll be talking about Reiki, all things surrounding Reiki, its discovery, roots, practice and more. We discuss healing, alternative ways of healing, uh, holistic healing, many things that would have been of great interest to the founder of Reiki, Mikao Sui, um, religion, uh, metaphysical topics, um, personal and spiritual growth. Reiki is a universal life force energy. It is an intelligent energy of love and wholeness. It understands the cause of problems and what healing is necessary. Reiki energy has a wisdom and intelligence of its own, healing and bringing balance to all aspects of a person's mind, body, emotions, and spirit. Reiki is an instantaneously conferred sacred potential and blessing for healing, protection, and spiritual development. For more information about Reiki, feel free to visit my website. I'm your host, Rose Jimenez. Uh, My website is www.violetrosereiki.com. You can send an email to me at rose at violetrosereiki.com. I'd be more than happy to answer any questions you may have about Reiki. It's a beautiful practice. You can also find me on Facebook as Violet Rose Reiki, or just Violet Rose. And I also want to let you know that 
on Facebook, I have a page which is called Reiki Ward. And Reiki Ward was formed three years ago to facilitate free distance Reiki healing for all who have requested it. You just send us a post. You can Google, um, I'm sorry, not Google, everybody's Google crazy. <laughs> you can uh, put in the search bar on Facebook, Reiki Ward, and the page will come up. And feel free to post any healing request you might have for yourself or a family member or a friend. We do three, two to three rounds of healing every day at a minimum. Once the post comes in and the request for healing comes in, we get on it immediately. And we have right now somewhere around 500 Reiki practitioners, possibly more, who are there every day reading, you know, the wall of the ward, the page, and getting on it and starting to send Reiki to all of the requests. And it could be for a human, it can be for an animal, whatever. Um, we do it all. And uh, then once we start healing, the requests are then put on little slips of paper and put on our Reiki healing grid. And that gives Reiki healing 24-7. And um, we're glad to do it. That's the reason we started this. And... Um, you know, we have a lot of people who are coming to us for this, and we're glad that we're making a difference. Um, this evening, my guest, very happy to welcome her, is Vicki Merrill Friedman, Reiki Master Teacher and Physical Therapist, and she is the owner of Reiki by Ricky. That's her uh, site. Uh, let me see if I can... Yeah, it's ReikiByRiki.com. So if you want to visit her website, by all means, uh, go to Reiki by Ricky. And she's also on Facebook. So you can find her on Facebook. And uh, let's see. I think we've got Ricky on the line. Ricky, are you with? Hi, are you yes, with? Yes, I am. I'm very <laughs> excited to be here. Me too. This is great. I'm so glad that Can you accepted my invitation. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, to follow up front, Stein last week, a real honor. So, this is yeah, a great you're, follow show. you're following Franz. <laughs> Franz is, I love Franz so much. And uh, oh, it was yes, great because I said, Do you want to kick off 2015 with me? And he said, Yeah. So. <laughs> Yes, I'm honored, and I'm really learning a lot uh, from him, and I'm planning to go to his four-day retreat outside of Philadelphia in April and learn more about the meditative and the Japanese aspects of Reiki. Wow, depending yeah. on where I am. That might have gone by me because I've been I've been all over the place, and I, I tried to um, take his Shimpanzee 3 when he was here in New York, and I missed it because of responsibilities. And other, sure. you know, whatever. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll meet you in Sedona, or, mm, well, I think it's going to be in San Francisco <laughs> too. It's like I'm chasing friends all over the place. <laughs> but yeah, the retreat in April, I might, I might be able to do that, and this way I can meet you in person. That would be wonderful. I would really look forward to that. I would yeah. be honored. I'm making a mental note in my head right now. <laughs> we'll see where that goes. But, okay. Um, 
lot going on. First of all, I want to congratulate you on the success that your natural awakening gathering lunch had today. What did you have, like 20-something <laughs> people? Yes, Natural Awakenings is actually, I believe, a national magazine of uh, um, holistic and uh, complementary healers and wellness practitioners. And I've been involved as an advertiser with them since they started um, in the Harrisburg area, so that's several years now. And they have a monthly meeting. Usually it's at a local restaurant, but today they chose to have it in Reiki space, and so I had 22 people eating lunch in the classroom, and I got to be the speaker today, so that was a real honor as well, and share some of um, some of my story as well as my philosophy about sharing Reiki as uh, you know as a business practice, um, be, being very heart and service oriented, as I know you are as well. And yeah. uh, so it was. It was a. It was a great day. I've had a, um, you know, a really long and wonderful day today. Uh, starting yeah. off with that, and uh, then a couple clients, a mentorship session, um, and then as you know, I just had a meeting about the uh, cruise, which we'll talk about in a little bit as well, right. right before talking to you tonight. So this has been a great day. So you're probably on a real natural high right now. <laughs> I am. I, I really feel so optimistic about this year. Um, you know, I so don't do I. know if you follow numerology, but I'm in oh, a yeah. one year. And oh, so yeah. one one is about new beginnings and opportunities just seem to be kind of flying my way already this year and I have long ago learned that my job is just to take a nice deep breath and say yes. So it's very exciting. I'm really looking forward to seeing where things are going. We all in the human experience tend to overthink too much. We limit ourselves. There's a lot of fear going on that we're fearful of releasing the fear. (laughs) Yes. Things are the things that hold us back. And we sit there going, but why am I not manifesting? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fear will block the flow. There's no doubt about it. And I am totally convinced of part of the reason why my Reiki practice is successful and growing and blossoming is because I choose love every step of the way, even though, you know, many times there's fear around me, other people's fear. But I... um you know, I really trust my guidance. I trust the source. I trust the Reiki with every fiber of my being. I know that I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing right now. And mm. so I just keep keep stepping forward, and it's it's working out beautifully. Yeah, it does seem to be that way. And, you know, I, I, I do advertise, and I don't advertise, but I am a naturally born psychic. And the feeling... Ah. Yeah, I have a show on Friday afternoons at noon. It's called Readings with Rose. And I do a one-card poll. People can call in, and I'll do a one-card poll. You give me one question that you want answered, and I'll pull one card, and we'll give you a a five-minute read on it, you know. Nice. Yeah, I've done some of your card readings online, and that's really even fun, too. But to have that little five-minute interpretation would be wonderful. I'll have to try that sometime. Yeah, I uh, what I do though is it's like 
I, I have felt from the very beginning of this year, I, I kid you not, since we rolled over into 1-1-2015, my whole body, my whole being feels jubilant, joyful, positive. So to me, that's a reflection of how this year is going to go for a lot of people. So, yeah. and, you're, and you're in a one-year mazel tov. It's going to be a good yeah. year, lady. I made it through my nine years yes. of releasing. And, you know, definitely some things did release. Um, and I kind of felt like things were good, really good, but, you know, just kind of holding steady for a bit. But, you know, since this year has started, things are really already rolling along. So I'm right with you, I think. I, I feel very excited about uh, about what's coming. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I was looking before. the. Um, it's almost like you have a cooperative of folks working with you, and is that in the Reiki space? Is that how that works? Right, right. Well, I um, created and opened Reiki by Reiki, Reiki Space and Learning Place, um, a year ago, April 1st. I've been doing Reiki since 1994 and kind of worked my way towards that. And so the way that I'm um, I'm running Reiki space, running isn't the best word, but the way that I've organized it is I have my own full-time uh, Reiki practice, as you do. And mm-hmm. one of the benefits for my students that have been trained with me in Reiki is that they can offer sessions in Reiki space as part of a practitioner program that I've organized. So that gives them a beautiful, fully furnished space um, and some supervision if they desire it to um, get on their feet with Reiki and to have some chance at uh, practicing with clients and sharing Reiki. Um, Some of the students are already Reiki master teachers and are just um, using the space to share their their wonderful work as well. It also allows them the opportunity when I sign up for events, uh, workshops, uh, spirit you know spirit events, healing events where I can share Reiki mini sessions. They can be part of that and get the opportunity to, to share Reiki and also to talk about Reiki, which for some people is challenging when they're first getting started is putting it into words. And so they get to hear how I do that as people come by and they get some practice at it too. And I also have monthly practitioner gatherings. Sometimes it's just for us all to connect, but many times it's educationally oriented and we talk about, um, you know, how to create a business that's very heart and service oriented and how to move forward with that. What are the logistics that you need to know? Um, because as you know, you know, it's very important, of course, to follow your heart-centered passion, but right. you can't leave your brain out of it <laughs> if you want no. it to be successful and you want to be able to keep uh, keep progressing and moving forward. So there's things logistically that you need to learn along the way. It mm-hmm. takes a lot of hats to make this continue to work. And well, I also um, have a very active mentorship program um, for the practitioners, but also for other holistic healers. And now I'm opening up that to any small business people that will want to stay heart and service first as they're moving forward with their business. Wow. That's great. I mean, you're really doing something fantastic. And 
You're getting the word about Reiki out there. You're helping people. You can actually feel and see that it's a heart-centered project. It's not just a, well, I'll do this. It is. Yeah, and it's not about me. It's so (laughs) much bigger than me. You're right. It is very much about getting the word out there um, as big and as far as um, we can share it to as many people from as many walks of life to show them how beautiful and simple and natural that this is and that it's accessible to everyone. And I love doing that. I love sharing it with, with my words as well as with my hands and um, allowing many as many people as possible to have the experience of it because that's how you really learn about Reiki, of course. Right, right. It's, uh, you know, I'll have people come to me and they'll say, well, how I want to do this now for business and what should I do? And it sounds terrible, but the minute I see someone is asking me about how quickly can I set up my practice, I'm saying, right. This person wants to make money with the Reiki here, and and money seems to be their the main factor, right? Not and good. you know that's a fear, <laughs> that's a fear-based practice, like you said. And certainly, um, you know, I feel that we are all worthy and deserving of abundance. I don't have any issues around the fact that what I'm sharing is worthwhile. And um, and there needs to be a balanced exchange. That's part of the Reiki healing principles. I'm mm-hmm. a, very much a believer in that. Um, but that you know that can't be the motivating factor because you're yeah. going to block your flow. There's no doubt about it. You know, I still even at this point along the line, um, you know, share a lot of work, um, you know, without cost, um, right. so that people can experience it. But I do it consciously, not not because I'm afraid to, you know, ask for the worth of what I'm offering. But I consciously choose to share it. And, uh, you know, I also have a program where anyone who is undergoing treatment for cancer or, or in a hospice program can come for free sessions, you know, once a month and receive healing. Um, you know, I think it, you need to keep that flow, keep giving back to the community. And, you know, what goes around comes around. I, I see right. that, feel that all the time. And that's the main reason I started Reiki Ward. Reiki Ward was started just purely from the heart because we knew there were so many people who needed Reiki, couldn't afford it or what have you. So, And we wanted to make it available globally. So that's right. how Reiki I, Ward was born. You know, this is a great that. thing. We need to make it available to everyone all over the globe. And now we're going, we're going to be, Reiki was going to be three years old in July. Oh, that's um, beautiful. Well, of course, I've just connected with you recently, and I have also connected on Reiki Ward. Um, Right, thank you. Some people I know charge for distance healing. That's something that I have always offered as a service. I send distance healing every night as I'm going to sleep. It's a very peaceful thing for me, and there's always someone or some situation, you know, that that is in need. So that really fits in, you know, with how I think philosophically as well. 
So that's a beautiful thing, and I'm happy to be yeah. part of it. And, of course, you know, the more of us that share, the energy increases exponentially. So exactly. it's very, very powerful. And we're also putting out a lot of positive energy into the world, and that helps shift everyone. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, Just, yeah. you know, everybody do a little something, and it it grows. So, Right. And even people who don't have Reiki training, if you just kind of hold that person or that situation in your heart and in your hands with the intention of love and healing, you know, it's just like sending a beautiful, loving prayer. It always works. Exactly. I mean, positive energy is positive energy. You know, energy is not all energy is Reiki energy, but Reiki energy gets in there with all energy, and, you know, it's just good, positive energy, whether you are a Reiki practitioner or not. And um, we need As I always like to say, yeah, I mentioned this, you know, at the Holistic Gathering today because I really honor everybody's work. And, you know, what I like to say kind of, you know, teasingly, but it's so true, the source is the source, of course, of course. And (laughs) whatever (laughs) way... Whatever way that anyone has of connecting to whatever they see as bigger than us that connects us all is all beautiful. And everyone needs to find the way that they resonate with. There's not one right way for everyone. Right, right, right. And it's funny because Franz and I were doing this this, uh, comment exchange on Facebook today, and he said, you know, uh, we were talking about how um, Usui Sensei used to teach his students kind of like a custom fit because not everyone, there were some students who were um, more enlightened than others or what have you. So it's not a one-size-fits-all type of thing. And I said, then that's exactly how I teach my students because if I have students coming to me who are very spiritual people who have been doing the work on themselves right. um, for personal and spiritual growth then I'm going to evaluate that person and move them along more quickly than I would someone who, you know, is not doing what they're doing, you know, who's just like me, me on the beginning steps of their path. Right. Journey. Right. You need different. to meet people exactly where they are. And that's how it, the work remains relatable and grounded um, so that, um, you don't lose people. You don't get that glazed-over eyes look, you know. <laughs> right. And for some people, you know, those initial, uh, you know, classes need to be very, very grounded. And, right. you know, then, of course, as you move along the path, for many people, it becomes a spiritual path, not a religious path, but a spiritual path, a path of personal okay. and spiritual growth. But okay. people need to come to that gradually. As they're ready, like you said, as they're ready. A lot of people who were already on their spiritual path come to me for Reiki, and then you have those who come for Reiki have no idea that they want to be on a spiritual path or they're supposed to be on a spiritual path. And by virtue of the Reiki, they open up and it's like, ah, and then they can get on the track, you know. Um, Right. I, I have to ask you, uh, about how you came to Reiki, but I'm just going to very quickly tell you how I came to Reiki. I had oh, no wonderful. Intention. Good. I had, 
I had no intention of doing this. <laughs> I had um I had bad lower back issues and I had done everything. And I was seeing a chiropractor for three times a week at, at this point. And I, I went into a shop and I saw a Reiki flyer and I said, you know what? I got to try this. Long story short, yeah. I tried it. It's helped me tremendously. It was like, it really was like something miraculous because I was doing things that with my back, I would never be able to do, even if I went to see a chiropractor every single day and wow. I was doing it. And I knew that I was doing this because of the Reiki. So from there, I went from level one to two to th- the whole gamut, and here I am. So now yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> well, you know, when it's meant to be for you, you're led along every step of the way. And, right. you know, that's the way it is. And Reiki's so beautiful at getting to that underlying emotional stress-related source to the physical things that we experience you know, the reasons why our body is talking to us so loudly. And once you get to the source, it doesn't need to keep talking so loud. So that's, right. that's beautiful. Yeah, I like would actually... It's like you have to, you, you, know, you just want to tell everybody about it. You want everyone <laughs> in the world to know about Reiki. <laughs> yes, thinking... and yet I also know that it's not something that you can convince people of or talk them into before before they're ready. So you can educate people, you can share it, you can let them feel it, and people need to come to it in their own time of readiness, just like we did. Yeah, exactly. Right. So uh yeah so yeah when when I first um experienced Reiki I actually had never heard of it either and this was back in 1994 basically what happened is friends of mine husband and wife took a Reiki 1 class and they asked me to babysit for their son which I did and then they came home and practiced on me and I happened to be going through a very personal emotional time in my life and I had a really strong dramatic reaction to the Reiki and I actually went through a significant detox afterwards like you can um, when you're new to the energy work Um, I actually ran a little fever and such for a few days and but it was very cleansing and it was very emotionally healing for me and I decided I needed to take the class initially for my own personal emotional healing Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a physical therapist by background, as you know, and mm-hmm. so very much a, a hands-on nurturer, caregiving uh, type of work. And I was very, very quickly drawn to starting to share Reiki with other people. And the way that that happened initially is someone actually gifted me with a Reiki table. That's how I got started. Oh, and wow. And so I yeah, yeah, and that was that person's purpose in my life. There's no doubt about it now. But I started a Reiki room in my home, which happened to be right off the front door, and this was when I was living in Lewisburg, which was a small, rural, conservative college town. Um, I still continued to do my physical therapy work, but I started to share Reiki with friends and family and people that they knew, people that I worked with. I didn't charge a fee back then. I just had a little love donation box in the room, and people could put in whatever that they felt comfortable with. So I was able to offer the Reiki to anyone who wanted to experience it. And that was going very, very well. 
And then one of the nurses that I worked with where I did my physical therapy work decided to open a little wellness center um, in Lewisburg. And she asked me to come in and practice Reiki. I was um, really honestly hesitant at first because Reiki was not known at all in that community. And she was having things like massage and reflexology, which were a little more well-known. So I wasn't quite sure how it would be received. But I decided, once again, to take a deep breath and say yes and give it a try. And so what I learned as you well know, is that when you believe in something with every fiber of your being, as I do Reiki, that that radiates and people can feel that and they're very attracted to it. So what I started to notice was that people from the community were now coming for Reiki, people that I didn't know. And Reiki started to grow in the little wellness center more than anything else there, which just really astounded me at the time. So that's kind of how I got my start. I very, very gradually started to do less and less uh, physical therapy. Um, Ended up with my own practice in in Lewisburg, just a small one-room practice there. And I continued to offer Reiki and start small classes there until I um, was very much guided to move to the Harrisburg area where I am now. Um, I moved here about uh, six years ago last month, and um, I knew the moment that I got here that it was time to do this full-time now and to let the physical therapy work go, even though, you know, I basically loved it. But uh, this is what I'm meant to do in my life, and this is how I'm meant to move forward. So I've done full-time Reiki ever since I moved here. Uh, of course, it's right. been a gradual building process, but now I have, as I mentioned, a very busy full-time active Reiki practice, which is just astounding to me. I just love it, as That's well great. as the you know practitioner and mentorship program. And I just I know there's much more to come. And part yeah. of doing things like this to help get the word out more and more. Exactly. I mean, I almost missed tonight's show because I've been so busy. And all of a sudden, I looked and I'm like, last client's gone. I'm like, oh, my God, the show. I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't. I would have been very yeah. lonely. <laughs> oh, God. It was like, you know, I logged on and they're like, three minutes to go. I'm like, oh, but you know we're supposed to we're supposed to be doing this and you know the universe does take care of us you know we don't Absolutely. like I said at the outset we overthink things we really don't have to think and right I mean we have to, to do our work in the process we work very hard we work long right. hours but you know it's it's not even really work it's you know I, I love this say, thing it doesn't even feel like work no I know. <laughs> I know. People, you know, don't understand, you know, when I work such long hours and such. But I feel so blessed every day. Right. Right. I know you understand. I do. I mean, like, I could never be, I don't know who was. Somebody said to me one night, I think they were one of my last appointments. Because my appointments, they start at 10 a.m. and they go through to my last appointment is at 9. So sometimes I finish at 10. And like, oh, I'm so sorry. You must be so tired. It's so late. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. That's okay. I'm ready to go. <laughs> the 
more you give, the more you get. That's what Reiki's all about. That's so, really true. People say to me, aren't you drained after you do this? And no, no, yes, I'm tired after a long day, but Reiki is never draining. If you're feeling drained, then you're not sharing Reiki because Reiki fills you as you share it. It's, you know, sometimes yeah. I really say, I can't believe that I'm actually getting paid for this <laughs> well, <laughs> because I'm receiving so much in the process as well. Exactly. Years ago, I had gone to um, some kind of um, workshop or, or seminar, and the guy there, he was promoting colonics, and the whole room was full of people, and it was me and another one of my colleagues, and he said, this was after work, like 7 o'clock at night or whatever, and he said, who here feels, who here has, uh, feels like they have a lot of energy? And he <laughs> knew, odds were, he was going to get everyone there not raising their hand because, yeah. You know, and the two of us raised our hands, the two Reiki practitioners. And I love it. And he looked at us like, huh? And it's like, well, we practice Reiki, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was wild. It helps keep you younger, too, doesn't it? Helps, helps keep you younger, helps keep everything in the body functioning. Uh, it's just, mm -hmm. it's wonderful. And, uh, again, you know, I love the campaign that Pamela Miles has going, self-treatment, the big red button. Right. Because right. Not, not enough people, and when I say people, I mean practitioners, right. Right. are doing the daily self-treatment. I have students who come back, they do their level one, and they come back for level two, and I say, who's doing, you know, are you all doing your self-treatment? And if I've got four people one will raise their hand and say, yeah, me. And I look uh, at the other three, and I'm like, you know, what's wrong with you guys? This, this is where it starts. <laughs> it's all about self. You well, you have to keep yourself filled up if you want to be able to share from a healthy place. There's just exactly. no way around that. And, you know, my one students, I have them do the uh, full self healing Reiki session every day for three weeks before they're allowed to share Reiki with anyone else. <laughs> um, and, yeah, unless it's an emergency, of course. In an emergency, you, you use any tool in your toolbox. But I really want them to have that experience of filling themselves up so they start to feel the contrast of when they do and when they don't. And right. my hope is that, you know, in three weeks they'll establish a habit if they can fit it in their lives every day for three so right. that's that's right. how we start out. Exactly. Now you have something on your website that I thought was really fantastic. Reiki for What's parents that? of challenging children. Right. Yeah, I teach um all kinds of workshops to to um appeal to people from different audiences. And this is something that um I've had some requests for. This is the first time I'll actually be offering that workshop. And, you know, when I do these introduction to Reiki workshops that have different themes like that, um, you know, I will allow people related to that theme to come for free. So, um, you know, I I am a parent of um, of a child that, ha that was very challenging. So I know from personal experience um, what that's like. And I also know the life-changing difference that Reiki can make. And I know that many times parents 
put themselves last. And so I want to help fill them up a little bit. I want to show them how they can stay in a better place of balance, and then they will feel more patient and more able to handle all the things that are going on around them and, you know, bring themselves back to their own place of peace. And their child and their family will be even more peaceful as a reflection of that. Right, right. Because when you're out of balance, uh, you know, nothing nothing works right. You're not in a good space. You're not grounded. And you get right. and your child, so quickly. Yeah. Many of those children are very, very sensitive. And they're going to pick up on the emotions of the parent. So, you know, it it really is helpful to the whole environment. And, you know, I also teach Reiki for kids, so sometimes it's, you know, really helpful to to start to introduce the family. I'm going to, I've done um, several Reiki kids classes, which have been for kids about 8 to 13 years old, and I'm also teaching this this year uh, Reiki for teens and young adults. That'll be a new one that that I'm giving a try. I've done Reiki... um, for uh, moms and daughters, and that's been uh, that's been fun. So you know, whatever it takes to appeal to the audience, um, you know, that needs to hear the message. I'm very. And you connected. also you also have Reiki for healthcare professionals. I do. Well, I'm a physical therapist by background. So um, I'm a very big believer in integrative medicine because I believe every culture brings a piece of the truth of the whole. And when we pull it all together, then we have holistic medicine. You know, um, know, we need Western medicine sometimes. You know, if you break your leg... You know, you're going to need that surgery to have the bone uh, repaired. But then you're going to want the Reiki to help deal with the emotions of the trauma of the accident and to help facilitate the healing along and such. And so it's about pulling it all together. So I love teaching and training other healthcare professionals. I work with a lot of nurses. I work with some of the med students from the Penn State Hershey Medical Center nearby here. Um, I work with a lot of massage therapists, and a lot of my clients are um, are traditional healthcare professionals, physicians, nurses, and just other other left brain oriented professionals. You know that um, you know that that need that balance and need right. that peace. It's like a little mini vacation for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to always caution people because sometimes, you know, people will get Reiki, they'll feel better, and then, oh, you know, I don't have to go back to my doctor. It's like, no, 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 no. It doesn't replace your medical doctor. It works in conjunction with, you know. That's why it's really not. Some people say, oh, that's alternative medicine. No, it's not alternative. You know, complementary, but it's not instead of. It's yes. definitely integrative, but, yes. um, you know, it's been around for a really long time. Well, not that long, Reiki per se, but, you know, um, other methods, but you don't leave other your doctor. <laughs> right, right. There are going to be times for that. There's no doubt about it, but... Um, 
sometimes you can try the natural things first instead of waiting for it to be the last resort. And then you don't need as much of the medicine and the side effects and such. You know, I I love Reiki. Yeah. I I love Reiki with a lot of... I'm sorry, go ahead. (laughs) You go ahead. (laughs) I I love Reiki with a lot of the things um, that have emotionally based sources that sometimes traditional medicine is more apt to just treat the symptoms, like things like fibromyalgia, um, irritable bowel syndrome, you know, arthritis, things like that. Because Reiki is so gentle and gets right to that underlying emotional source. And so it can be really helpful for things like that. Yeah, I have a student who... Um, took Reiki, he has rheumatoid arthritis and osteo something or whatever. But it's funny how I have students who they forget, they don't do their self-treatment every day. And he always tells me he does his Reiki in the morning, he does it in the evening. And if he's in a lot of pain throughout the day, if it's once or twice or whatever, he will do Reiki on himself. Again, there have been days where he's told me that he's done, he's given himself Reiki five times a day, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as you move forward on the path, you know, you're, you're you're just allowing that Reiki all day, all the time. It just becomes so natural. You know, when I was at the Natural Awakenings meeting this morning and I was talking, I said, I don't do Reiki. I said, are you surprised about that? <laughs> I said, I don't do Reiki. I live Reiki. You know, I allow says, myself you know, to be we, conscious. We be Reiki. When you get to the point that you're doing right. it so often and you're practicing and you become one with the Reiki, then you're being Reiki. And that's exactly what what the um, where we all should get to, that we actually are living, breathing, walking Reiki. And you become very, very conscious of the energy of all your thoughts and words and emotions and attitudes and how that affects not only you, but everyone that you're with and on and on out into the world. You know, you become very conscious of, you know, raising your vibration and even things like what you choose to put out on Facebook. You know, I'm very... Um, conscious and aware of uh, things that are inspirational and help to raise the vibration instead of, you know, all the things that can pull down the vibration. And you see a lot of that on Facebook. So I'm very much known for that on my Reiki by Reiki page, uh, you know, of finding inspirational things to share. Right, right. Yeah, that's... uh... That's a very good thing. I, it's funny because sometimes I, I get bogged down and I get annoyed and I'm like, I'm going off Facebook. And then the minute I say that, somebody will write me a private message and say, I find your page so inspirational. I look forward to, <laughs> you know, your posts every day. I'm like, okay, I'm not going off right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, it's all about yeah. the balance, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. sometimes you do need to take a break. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, sometimes that's okay. it gets that's okay. a little overwhelming, you know. And, you know, dealing with the people. It's very difficult to be in a people-based business because sometimes you get barraged by a lot of negative stuff 
and you just feel overwhelmed. So then, yeah, you need a break. And it's like I tell, you know, everybody, it's okay to nurture yourself and to take care of yourself and to step back because all healing facilitators, all of us who are in this field, uh, service field, service to others, you have doctors, nurses, therapists, Reiki practitioners, etc. Always running. Oh, someone needs me. Oh, I have to help. Oh, you know. Well, if you do that enough, and like you said before, if you don't recharge, if you don't refill, you're kind of like that bunk mm-hmm. is running on empty. And if you're running yeah. on empty, you can't help anybody. Yeah, and then you start to become drained and burned out and resentful, and that's not sharing from a healthy place. And your mm-hmm. body's going to start to speak for you, and that's what we don't want. Right. Right, right. So, right. so you know, it's not only something that's nice to do. It's something that's an important part of our balance. We need to keep ourselves filled up so that we can be a better service. That's not being selfish. It's being self-caring, and that's a really big difference. And you do that so that you can allow yourself to be a better service. Right. And again, it's all part of, you know, we're awakening, we're evolving. I think the mindset maybe 100 years ago was, you know, if you want to take care of yourself, you were looked upon as being selfish because you always had right. to do things for other people. And I'm very happy that we're coming out of that where we're realizing that we need to take care of ourselves. And in doing so, we're not being selfish because that mindset of I'm selfish if I take care of myself kicked off a lot of other issues and repercussions that the people who were doing that didn't even consciously be, you know, were aware of. Right. That's very, very true. And I think especially as women that we've gotten that message through the course of time. And there's been studies that show that women... Um, who have left-sided breast cancers tend to be the over-nurturers. You know, from the goodness of their hearts, they give and give and give and give and give, but they haven't allowed allowed themselves to receive in balance. And over time, there are resentments that build up with that, and your body starts to talk for you. So... You know, we don't That's want that. very interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. And my mom, she had breast cancer, and it was the left breast. Interesting. interesting. So did she yeah. kind of like that? Very, very service-oriented exactly. to the family? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And you see yep. that kind of pattern, you know, a lot once you become aware of it. So, yeah, my mom was the type yeah. of person that she would cook, like, three different dinners because she and my father would eat this, and if she had one child who didn't like that, she'd cook another you know, thing for that child, and then if the other child didn't like that, she got, are you crazy? Wow. But that was my mother, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that was the way of the time, so to speak. So we're learning, and as we learn more, we do better. So, and right. we're helping other people to learn. Yeah, that's what it's all about, service, 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 you that's know, right. and help enlighten and awaken everybody else, you know. And, uh, right, and we do that best by just yeah, being an example of it. Everybody you know, that energy radiates. Right. I have to add, those who ask for it, because another another thing, you know, people like us tend to do, or maybe the neophytes just starting out, I want to go help the world. Don't help someone unless they ask for it. 
You know, exactly. Don't, don't impose your help because you think it's great. Yeah, fine. We all know it's great, but the person has to ask you. But you can offer, yeah. like sometimes they'll say, if you'd like Reiki, I'd gladly send it. And the person will generally say yes, but not just, oh, you know what? I'm sending you Reiki. <laughs> right. No, it's very much permission based and people need to be ready, you know. Right. We we needed to come to our own place of readiness, and so does everyone else. And it doesn't. Energy work is very intimate. Your energy field is a very intimate part of you, and uh, so you need permission to enter somebody's energy field. Exactly. So you know, even if I'm sending Reiki, and it's not someone that can give permission, maybe they're. Um, confused or in a coma or something, I always at least ask kind of subconscious permission that they draw whatever energy is in their highest good. But it, it's that's up right. to them. You right. Know, you that's, can't make the right. changes for them. You can, you know, the best thing, you know, I feel that we can offer for people when they're going through challenging times is to hold the highest vision in the light. And that kind of creates the possibility for change but they need to make the changes. Right. You can't change somebody for their best and highest good yourself. They have to right. want to do it. They have exactly. to do the work. You can help them, but they have to do the work. It has to come from within. Right. And, uh, I mean, I know a couple of people who I've tried to help or they've come to me for help, but, you know, and you can just see that this person is not at the point in their life where they want to make the change. They're still holding right. on or to... Or that they're ready to take responsibility. Exactly. And a part of it. Right. So you just you just let them, you know, go, and you just send them blessings and prayers and what have you, and hope for the best, because you cannot change a person. You cannot... Right. Even when it's your own child, and you really want it. <laughs> exactly. You know? Right. I have someone on the line, and the number looks like it's my five-time-a-day Reiki student. Let's see. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Joseph, is this you? It is I. Good evening, Hi, ladies. Joseph. Wonderful show. Hi. I just wanted to check in. It's been a long time I haven't called in. And as you right. stated earlier, today was one of those days I've been having this rotten cold since my cousin's wake. Oh. And I did Reiki three times already this afternoon <laughs> and feeling much Good better. I'm sitting here, of course, with a hot toddy with tea and honey and ginger and a little spiced <laughs> rum. That helps I a like little bit, too. I like that integrative medicine. <laughs> yes, it is the greatest. And I had chicken soup. I made chicken soup. So you can imagine. I got all the ends covered. But I love your discussion, ma'am. And, Rose, you know, I love you and I love your program. And I just want to wish you all the best and continue with the great work, and it's been a blessing in my life. Uh, you have as a friend, as a Reiki teacher, as a partner in crime, as we have been friends for many years. <laughs> I love you dearly, and I'll continue to listen to the show. I just wanted to call in and, and confirm what you said. Today was one of those days I did Reiki. I'll probably do a fourth one before I go to bed. Uh, so sure you will. Uh -huh. so I'll continue to listen to the show. I enjoy it immensely, and blessed be. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you, Thanks for calling. You're welcome. Reiki on. I will, I will. <laughs> ciao, ciao. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't called in a while, but see, you know, I, I mentioned his name and speak of the devil, as they say, and he appears. <laughs> but that Reiki Aww. really has, has helped him tremendously. I met Joseph 32 years ago when I was in, in, in the search for a uh, tarot reader, 
And uh, I went to him, and we just had this connection. We're like twin siblings. It's really crazy. Oh, I love it. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I I had gone to him uh, because I wanted to know if my dad was going to cross over. I had the feeling. And Joseph didn't really want to tell me one way or the other. But um, bottom line was dad did cross over, and um, we wound up being best friends. So it was a a win-win situation. Because dad had cancer as well. Yeah, dad had cancer as well. And uh, it wasn't good, which, um, you know, in my practice, because a lot of my family um, passed because of cancer, you know, in the very, very beginning, I would be doing Reiki on a person who came to me with cancer. They were having chemo or what have you. Mm -hmm. And I guess because I'm empathic, I'm super sensitive, but I would be like holding their head and tears are coming down my cheeks, and I'm like, I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't do this. What am I going to do? And it was Joseph who I called him, and I said, I don't know what to do because this person can't get up off the table and see me that I've been crying. That's very unprofessional, but I'm having a very hard time fighting this. And he said, you just have to think of the doctors, the nurses, and detach yourself emotionally and spiritually from why that person is there. Detach yourself from the thought of cancer and, you know, the way you think about it. And that helped me tremendously. Right. That's really, right. I, I couldn't keep practicing that way. So, um, yeah. yeah. Part of my intuition is also um, empathy. Um, so I tend to uh, track people's bodies and emotions but I'm always yeah. knowing that it's not mine and it's not right. mine to hold. I release it to the light and um, just kind of use it for the information that it's meant to be. Right, right. So um, I just, I love it. I love it. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. What else do I want to add? Oh, you said you wanted to speak about the cruise. Yes, I'm so excited about this. This is a new venture for me. I'm co-producing with Scott Travel um, a Healing Water Holistic Cruise. And this is going to be next January. So it gives you a year to save up. (laughs) January 2016. And it's actually going to be sailing from Baltimore. It's Royal Caribbean Cruise, an eight-night cruise to Bahamas. So um, Joanna Scott, the travel agent, and I are in the process of um, choosing the healers and practitioners and peers that will um, be featured. Uh, We'll probably have, you know, probably five or six of them. And we will all be offering free little workshops and seminars on the cruise. And then people can choose to book sessions with them all while we're at sea. So I'm very excited about that. There is a uh, Facebook page for that also. Um, I think it's called, let me just pull it up here, Scott Travels Healing Water Cruise, if anybody wants to hook on to that. And we will keep you updated um, as we move forward with that. But I thought uh, maybe your listeners would enjoy hearing about that, and that might be something they would be interested in. That's great. I mean, you know, January of 2016, which means, you know, on that cruise, everybody could be celebrating the great 2015 they all had. (laughs) (laughs) 
And getting soaking up some warm sunshine in January just sounds heavenly to me. So I've never been to the Bahamas, and so I'm going to be part working and part pleasuring. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, see, I would go on it, but I'm definitely afraid of cruises. <laughs> Uh, well, it's not for everyone, and we're uh, we are planning for this to be successful. And um, if all goes well as we plan, then we hope to do some kind of adventure every year or so. So some of them might be an all-inclusive resort, or maybe a trip to Sedona. So there might be something else that appeals to you through the course yeah, of time. that's great. Sedona. Mm-hmm. I have not been to Sedona yet, and I, I hear people telling me, you have to go. Yes, I know. It's on my bucket list. It's on my to-do list. Yes, it's really amazing. It's very beautiful, of course, but it's way more than that. The energy is palpable there. Yeah. Um, your lessons come to you very fast, and you can burn through some some issues really quickly there because of the intensity of the energy. Um, I've only been there once, and I'm very drawn to go back. I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, So Harrisburg is close to Hershey, right? Yes, very close to Hershey. Oh, maybe I'll visit you because, you know, it sounds crazy, but I've been wanting to go to the Hershey place and get a chocolate massage or whatever for years. (laughs) (laughs) Being a chocoholic, I'm like, I gotta do that. So, uh, well, if you come to her, so you be sure and let me know. I'd love I, to see you. I'll <laughs> take you around. Um, great. I almost moved to Pennsylvania once, but nope, I'm here. Long Island needed me. Um, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. So let's see. What else do you have going on? Wow. Well, you guys, I, everything. Yeah, Magnifique. Yeah, you know, I have a lot of. You got everything. Well, right. Several of the practitioners that I have in Reiki space are also trained in other things, but Uh everything that we is oriented, the essence of everything is Reiki. So, I have a practitioner that's also a massage therapist. So we offer Reiki massage. I have a practitioner that does reflexology. So we do a little session that we call. Um, a little R&R, Reiki and Reflexology. And I have another um, practitioner that is an esthetician, and so we do Reiki facials. So we try to offer things in that way that makes it different from other, um, you know, wellness centers in the area. Everything, The essence of everything is energy-based, vibrational medicine. So um, all the workshops and classes kind of focus around those themes. Um, the classroom and workshop space has become a a beautiful gathering space for people. And I love that. People's energy, their positive energy builds upon each other. Um, They provide a lot of positive love and support. And they come in there just to be together and just to be in the energy. And nobody ever wants to leave. It's It's so beautiful. That's great. Yeah. I like that. I I get that. I get that. I practice out of my home, and uh, I get that people walk in and say, "Oh, it feels so good in here. Can I like stay? <laughs> Whatever." So that's right. Kind of, you know, but uh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things I created in Reiki space because people always used to say that, I wish I could just stay. So outside of the healing rooms, I have what I call the quiet room, and it's got two of the coziest 
plush recliner chairs that you've ever sat in so that people, when they're still in that floaty, reiki space feeling, can just float right off the treatment table to a recliner chair <laughs> and they can stay as long as they want until they feel centered and grounded. I have a, a loaning library in there so people can uh, borrow books if they choose uh, and there's a little homey kitchen where they can make a cup of coffee or tea and it's just a really comfortable, cozy, warm, nurturing and also professional space. Oh, I like it. I'll be there this weekend. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> good. That sounds great. Sometimes wow. I'll work that out. <laughs> Lovely. Thank Let me you. see how many minutes. We've got like three minutes. I want to thank you so much, Ricky, for coming on. This has been a most informative show, and I hope my listeners all enjoyed it. And if any of you missed part of the show, you can always click on the same link and listen to it uh, to get the whole show. And if you know of anyone that you think would benefit from the show, by all means, copy the link and pass it on to them. Generally, the archive of the show is up about 20 minutes to a half an hour after the live broadcast. So all you guys on the uh, Eastern Time Zone, by 1030, 1020, 1030, this show will be available in the archives. So, um, yeah, yeah, because they, people can just keep listening to it. And, uh, Beautiful. Yeah, and I would uh, hope that you'll come back again, Ricky, sometime. I would absolutely be delighted to. Thank you so much for inviting me. I really, really appreciate it. It's a Great. pleasure having a nice, relaxed, informal conversation with you. Yeah, nothing stuffy here. We just kind of go with the flow. And we're always flowing in the right direction, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we just trust that. Yeah. And, um, okay, so I'm going to wish you a happy weekend. Have a beautiful, um, loving, Reiki-filled, positive weekend. And uh, hope uh, you will check in with us from time to time. And I'll see you on Facebook anyway, right? (laughs) Sounds good. Namaste. Yeah, namaste. Thank you so much. Have a peaceful evening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.